Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Join the conversation. Call 1-300-01-1170 or send us a text on 0457-736-736. This is SEN Supercars. Great time to come back. Ten laps to go at Hidden Valley Raceway in Darwin. Race 15 of this year's Repco Supercars Championship. We've had our last break with thanks to Bendix. Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix breaks. The man who has confidence at the moment, he's got his foot down, but it's on the throttle pedal. It's Jack LeBrock leading the way for Matt Stone Racing. The truck assist Camaro has a 2.7 second margin, James Moffat. Everyone's now taken their compulsory pit stop. We are on the run home to the chequered flag. 10 laps time, just under 30 kilometres of racing, and Jack LeBrock might get Matt Stone Racing and its very first win in supercars racing. Well, there's no doubt about it. He is in the absolute box seat at the moment, Noons. His car looks fantastic. It looks to be looking after the tyres nicely. He's got nice, clean air in front of him. And so far, Andre Heimgartner in the BJR Camaro hasn't had enough speed to challenge him, um, especially since the pit stop cycle has has played out so LeBrock with a healthy margin of 2.7 seconds with uh, just under eight laps to go the big story as we went to break was a five second penalty being handed out to Will Brown for what we believe was some minor contact with Mark Winterbottom as uh, Frosty rejoined the circuit after his pit stop down at turn one didn't look to be much in it from my point of view so a pretty soft decision there by the stewards in my opinion Jack LeBrock is leading the way, James, and he's set the fastest lap of the race back on lap four. One minute, 7.7435. He has the hot lap of race 15, thanks to Bridge Toyota. City and Palmerston, at the moment, he's controlling this race, and he's building the margin. The big question for me here, let's just update the order for our listeners here on SEN. Jack LeBrock is leading the way from Heimgartner, Feeney, Brown, Winterbottom, Davison, Van Gisbergen. Now, Davison and Van Gisbergen took three tyres at their pit stop. So they changed the right front tyre on each of those cars. We're just hearing word, five-second time penalty now for uh, Matt Payne that will be added to his race time. He was in some contact with uh, Macaulay Jones a couple oh, of laps ago. I thought it was Timmy Payne out there, not Matt. <laughs> uh, wrong sport. <laughs> right surname. Anyway, anyway, the stewards seem to be... Uh, Handing out a few five-second penalties for this final race of the weekend, so they're getting pretty excited. But anyway, uh, the race goes on. A couple of real big movers in the race so far uh, out of the Mustang camp is David Reynolds, up nine positions from his starting position, uh, uh, position I should say, currently in P10. And Chas Mostert, again, on a charge through the field, already up to 13th position. He started in 25th, so he's up 12 positions again. So another man on the charge. Chazzy Mostert in that number 25, Optus Mustang. So Jack LeBrock, he's driving for Matt Stone Racing. And just a bit of background, Matt Stone is the son of Jim Stone, who was partners with his brother Ross in the Stone Brothers team. Marcus Ambrose, Russell Ingle, James Courtney, Jason Bright, who 
won in Darwin back in 99. And how's this for a bit of Darwin history? Just pondering this. The last time the car 34, which is what Jack LeBrock's driving now, won a race in the championship. It's a familiar face. Michael Caruso in Darwin in 2009. It's been a long time between drinks if you drive car 34. But he leads away now. 2.8 seconds. Feeney's third. Brown is fourth. But with a five-second post-race penalty hanging over his head. Winterbottom is next. And then it's Van Gisbergen who is through on Will Davison. And Shane's probably the guy who's going to make some moves here because of that tyre change. He changed three. He changed the rears and the right front. So he's got a little bit more grip. There's a lot of left-hand corners. The right front does a lot of the work here. So he's a chance here to grab another spot or two. Well, he'll get one probably from Will Brown if he finishes within five seconds of him because Will has a penalty that James alluded to before. But LeBrock's in control here. He doesn't need to do anything crazy. He's 2.8 seconds in the lead. He's comfortable in the lead. This is all back on him now to bring it on home. Yeah, for LeBrock now with five laps to go, it's just about hitting your marks. Don't overdrive the car. Keep it nice and smooth and consistent as he's been doing all race so far. His car, like I said before, looks beautifully balanced. It's not sliding around anywhere. It's clearly looking after its tyres, and he's in total control of this race. Another consistent performance this afternoon from Andre Heimgartner. He looks on target to pick up another podium as it's Van Gisbergen sliding up the inside of Winterbottom at turn five. He gets that move done nicely. So he's definitely on a charge, Van Gisbergen, in the number 97. Can he get to Brown in time before this race is over? Although we know that Brown has that five-second penalty hanging over his head, but Van Gisbergen's car speed uh, I reckon in he this could get race... Him. I reckon he'll get him on the road. He won't have to worry about the results sheet at this pace. There was a nice clinical move from the left-right flip-flop on the run-up to turn five, the right-hander that brings them into the valley, the, the hairpin section, and that was the standard Hidden Valley move, wasn't it? Get through that flip-flop fast, dive to the inside get the job done and and Will Davison's just there too he's on the same tyre call as Van Gisbergen so now he's going to put the pressure on Mark Winterbottom the leaders just have completed another lap they've gone racing down the start finish straight they're on lap 31 now five to complete certainly across the three races this weekend noons there, there definitely seems to be a bit of a trend that the Camaros definitely seem to come in their own in the back half of these races so whether that's a fact that the, the Chevrolet Camaro can somehow manage and look after its rear tyres, particularly a little bit better than the Ford Mustangs, um, only the teams and well, drivers will know that. But uh, it, it seems evident from the outside looking as, as water's pestering the back of uh, Mark Winterbottom yeah, out of the hairpin. And Cam's got by Will Davison too. So he pitted late. He pitted last of all of these cars. So Cam Waters runs seventh and he's all over the back of Winterbottom on the run home. So he's got the freshest set of tyres here. So he's gone through on Will Davison, who we were talking up Will for having the, the three tyre change. But for Cam, it's that pitting even later that's given him a huge grip advantage. And now he is right up behind Winterbottom, pulling out of the toe on the run to turn one. Yesterday, pole sitter and on fire. Big recovery job from Cam Waters and his crew overnight to get this car back on the track. And he's got a move done on Mark Winterbottom. He's now the top Mustang in position six. And Winterbottom now has to deal once again with Will Davison, former teammates at Ford Performance Racing. And now they're fighting after sharing the podium yesterday. 
for seventh and eighth. But LeBrock leads the way, four to complete in Darwin. And it's winding down. We had action quota through the roof yesterday. First race today, Karma. Last race today, I reckon everyone's just tired. Well, I was hoping the boys would go a bit more bonkers in this last race, to be honest. But maybe they just got the tap on the shoulders from the team owners. So, fellas, we, we need to be able to push these cars back in the transporters and we start don't. the long trek back <laughs> to the workshop. So no shenanigans in this last race of the weekend, please. We, we want to push them in, not sweep them back in. It's probably <laughs> the go. I always like to do our um, our uh, track conditions update, uh, thanks to Polaris Off-Road, but no change. It's still warming down. It's still uh, 36 degrees track. It's 31 ambient. Sun's still out. Yeah, sun's still out. Shorts are on. Thongs are on. It's all good. And now it's really settled into a rhythm. To bring this on home, a little update. Uh, Chaz Mostert's made moves in this race. He's qualified poorly all weekend, but he's raced pretty well, and he's worked his way through. But the thing is here, and, and this is something that has been a common thread this weekend, uh, the Fords have not featured, but they've all had sort of dramas, or they haven't been fast enough in qualifying to get themselves in a spot to even try to hang on. Because clearly, the Ford drivers are all saying their car cannot do a race distance, it's too on edge to be able to do the times all the way through. But, I mean, Mostert here is at least recovering and fighting. He started 25th. Yeah. He's now 10th. Huge recovery, up 15 spots. And really, across all three races, his car and race trim has been uh, very strong. And he continues his march on through the field. Um, he's got Hazelwood just a second up the road in position nine. So whether Mostert in the last couple of laps here can... Rain in the cool drive Mustang and pick up another spot. It's been a mighty effort from him up until this point. 15 spots is a huge effort. The next best car through the field is actually his teammate, Nick Perkett, who's up nine spots, and, and David Reynolds up eight spots in position 11. But it's Jack LeBrock who currently leads this race by 1.5 seconds. So the last few laps of margin back to Andre Heimgartner has decreased a bit. So... Isn't it all a little bit too late for Heimgartner or is LeBrock just backing it off ever so slightly and conserving those tyres that he has underneath him? But it, like I said before, he hasn't put a foot wrong in this race. He got a perfect start, led the field into turn one, and it has been inch perfect for the 34 of the 35 laps so far for Jack LeBrock as he comes onto the front straight to commence the last lap of the race. 2.89 kilometres of racing. That remain between LeBrock and Matt Stone Racing's very first win in supercars racing at a place. How's this for how it all lines up? In 2011, this is where Stone Brothers Racing, the team that Matt worked for as a young bloke, with his dad Matt and his uncle... <laughs> uncle Ross. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uncle Ross, dad Jimmy. This is where Stone Brothers Racing won its last supercars race before they... Sold to Erebus at the end of 2012. It was in Darwin in 2011. So it's a nice link here for MSR. LeBrock's at the hairpin. There's a really big crowd here ready to welcome him home. A first-time winner in Darwin. The team is leaving the pit bunker to get out on the fence and get out on the pit wall and welcome him home here on SEN Supercars. We're going to chalk up another first-time winner for this season. He's won before in Supercars, Jack LeBrock. He hasn't won like this from pole position. A dominant performance. Another new winner in 2023. Jack LeBrock and Matt Stone Racing pull off the upset of upsets.
at Hidden Valley in Darwin. Unbelievable performance. Well done, Jack LeBrock and the whole MSR crew. Unbelievable. What a result. Superb drive. It's been a day of Brock. Brock Feeney won earlier today. Jack LeBrock wins this one. And he's done it with a fill-in engineer. Incredible Matt stuff. Matt Saunders has turned up this weekend to fill the role. And they've gone and won a race. Absolutely incredible stuff. I dare say there might be a few sore heads in the MSR <laughs> bunker tomorrow morning. And uh, yep. it'll be richly deserved too. Yep, absolutely. Uh, it's been a while between drinks for Jack. And I covered it off earlier. The change this year to the Gen 3 rules has brought this team into the game. LeBrock's been a top 10 runner all year, so I'm not shocked that it's come together on one of the days. He's been qualifying well. He's been racing well. He's been in the top 10 of the championship, and today Jack LeBrock picks up the win. There is a lot to wrap up. There is a lot to cover off. Stay with us on SEN. We'll wrap it all up from Darwin when we come back in just a sec. What a race. What a result.